Carr is taking his own business to the impressive $1 million mark by leveraging the power of AI. As the host of the Shankar Ponsalit podcast, Shankar shares his wealth of knowledge and expertise in utilizing AI for business success. He offers tips, tricks, and strategies that help entrepreneurs and business owners stay ahead of the curve and achieve their goals. Join us now at dailycontent.ai. Please give a warm welcome to Shankar Ponsalit. Yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. <coughs> oh, we have a lot of people here in the room. Let's share the room uh, so we can get more people in and talk about AI in business. AI in business. Um, truth be told, the purpose of this room, my dear friends, is to get more people on my webinar that starts in about 48 minutes, it's a, a webinar where I walk you through how I use AI to create a um, video, actually. We're going to use um, ChatGPT to come up with the storyboard, with the script, and uh, also we will use MidJourney to come up with some beautiful art. And you'll see it will be very, very efficient. So uh, if you want to be part of that, that's, by the way, that's a Zoom call. That's a Zoom call. That is live as a Zoom call. And if you want to be part of that, you want to go to AIMasterBootCamp.com, AIMasterBootCamp.com. And then you get the Zoom link. You can also just click on my face and then the link in my bio will get you to the landing page. All right, Jessica, Laban, Dr. Justice, Shraddha and Amrash, we're going to talk a little bit about AI in business and how to implement it. <coughs> so um, first of all, who here has already tried ChatGPT? Who has an account? Uh, Laban has an account. Okay, who here? Is there anyone else who has given that a try? Jessica. Jessica is very eager to come on stage today. Jessica, I'll, I'll let you come on stage. Shraddha as well. Okay. Shraddha, do you want to talk on stage? Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's bring her up. And also Laban, let's bring him up. Hello. How are you? Hello. Good morning. Good I normally morning. don't jump on here because usually I'm at home when you do these and, and, you know, there's noise around the house, but I'm in the car today. <laughs> so it's perfect timing. Yeah, we can hear you yeah, loud and clear. Um, awesome. So have you already tried ChatGPT? Oh, yeah. I've been using it since the beta and uh, I've gotten to do some pretty advanced stuff. It blows my mind on a, on a daily basis on just what it can do. Uh, but also, you know, it has its limitations just like any tool, you know. Mm -hmm. um, you, you take a tool, if you take a hammer, you can hit a lot of things with it. But if you hit yourself on the head with it, that's probably not the best use. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so every, everything has its, its use and, uh, and misuse. Um, and ChatGPT, just like anything else, can be misused. It could be misapplied. But at the same time, it's a very useful tool. Um, and I'm still learning new applications for it every day. Yeah, it's only as smart as its prompter, right? I, um, I observed mm. a physician uh, recently use it, and it was very, very eye-opening how, how the tool 
was uh, reacting completely different uh, to him than it would to me. So uh, what was, would you mind sharing the kind of most impressive experience that you've had with it? Oh man, there's been quite a few. I mean, I, I think the first time I realized how smart this thing was, um, you know, other than just putting paragraphs together, <laughs> you know, putting things in words, um, My, my girlfriend is a psychology student, and she was working on her homework. And this was during the beta, and I was like, you know, what, what can this thing do? What can't it do? I'm trying to push it to the limit, right? So I said, let me see your, you know, send me your, uh, send me your email, uh, your uh, homework. I want to see if this thing can, can answer these questions. And it was a case study about a, a, an elementary school student who was having some problems at home and at school, and it was, it was detailing its behavior. And the question was to, to diagnose the child's uh, mental illness based on the information in the description and I you know, basically copy and pasted and it came back with the answer in you know less than a second and the diagnosis was correct and I didn't I didn't realize until that moment that it already had all the the DSM-5 information in it mm -hmm. um, so it could diagnose mental illness um, which is uh, I don't I don't this is before I think before they started testing it against um, uh, the medical you know, degree programs, the, 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 phys the physician's test basically. And then, you know, it went and got its law degree. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's just, uh, I think, I think it got, I heard, I heard, I heard it got a C the first time around or it came in the, the lower, the lower 10%. But then with chat GPT four, they tested it again and it was like 99 or 98% tile. So, um, it's, it's improved in very short time. Yeah, it is. It is impressive. And again, I have, in I have a lot of clients who operate in the healthcare and wellness space. And one thing in healthcare that is really amazing is when you get a second or third opinion, uh, you can often eliminate a lot of the overdiagnosis, overtreatment, mistreatment, and. Um, Yeah, so what ChatGPT does for the open-minded healthcare professionals, especially those that live in remote areas where it might be more difficult for them to find peers to talk to, it, it offers them to be that sounding board. And it is incredibly powerful when you initially input the symptoms and the description that only a physician would be able to know and give, then... It uh, returns uh, options for treatment plans and just like a lot of great information. So uh, that is definitely something very, very powerful that I observed. I've actually recommended it, you know, for people who are waiting for, to, you know, waiting in line to, to see a therapist. You know, we, we are kind of in the middle of a mental health crisis um, right now. Uh, we can see it on the news every day. Um, and, you know, we feel it in our, in our families and in our neighborhoods and, you know, for someone just to have someone or something, I guess you can say to talk to about, mm -hmm. about anything, uh, to bounce ideas off of, uh, it actually is amazing for that. And I know it's probably, it just, it's, it's unreal and unnatural perhaps, um, to even suggest it, but, uh, it, you know, you can chat with an, an, a bot and it can give you some pretty decent, um, advice and other ways to look at things, help you reframe 
frame things uh, in a more positive light. Um, you know, I think one time I was just I was just playing around with it. And I was I was like, why are people so stupid? And <laughs> and he goes, um, you know, we're all at different places in our in our development and our growth and learning, and we just have to be patient with one another. I'm like, yeah, that's very kind. There's no better answer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I actually. Um, we found that it has a lot of uh, a higher emotional intelligence than a lot of people. Andrea and I, Andrea is in the audience. Andrea and I, we discovered that um, when we answered questions similar to the one you mentioned, um, mm -hmm. we're like, wow, this is really good advice and kind advice. And I will admit that I have used it on several occasions in email correspondence where maybe mm. it was a, a difficult <laughs> conversation to have and it yeah. just got uh, it really had great ideas you know check your tone right yeah <laughs> absolutely I, I i ran my uh, my linkedin uh, description through it and you said you know does, does this sound like too too salesy and it was like yeah you might want to change this you might want to change that and so i actually had it rewrite it for me um and it was way better <laughs> than anything I could have come up with. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, Strada, I'm trying to bring you up on stage, but uh, LinkedIn, I, I click allow, and then it doesn't allow. So I'm not sure what's going on here. Something Sometimes LinkedIn is funny like that, or sometimes you just need to leave the live session and come back. Oh, there you are. There she is. <laughs> can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Yes, actually, I wanted to participate because I just woke up and news pop up on my phone, which says uh, how it's, I mean, both, how it can be harmful plus beneficial. The mm -hmm. news was man ends his life after an AI chatbot encouraged him to sacrifice himself to stop climate change. I mean, that was eye-opening for me. So I guess that's really important. We understand that fine line where to stop i guess that's really necessary in this world right now because we were talking about this chatbot initially and that thing was still in my head and i wanted to share that everybody who's using ai you are using it alone we don't know what you are searching and it's really important ourselves i mean oneself to understand when to stop and how to use it because it the technology has um, a simple a coin which has two sides i guess that's it Thank yeah you, yeah that, that is very true um the, the whole ethical conversation and where is the line so Trada, where is the line for you personally uh, i guess everybody knows <laughs> not to go extreme is the best thing i mean mm -hmm. uh, because there is so much good things to learn so i think uh everybody's focus should be on the good side because everybody knows what's good and what's bad right uh, you you <laughs> would <laughs> you would hope so that intrinsically somehow we know that um but uh, yeah, that, it's that funny. is ethics though it's yeah. such a gray area even among human beings it's such a gray area sometimes on what was the right thing to do in a given situation you know either based on the information you had or just based on your your beliefs and we're all different we all have different experiences and sometimes we just we just have different approaches to things and you know in retrospect you might look back and go oh maybe i shouldn't have done that that way but it seemed like the right thing to do at the time mm -hmm. and what are you are you supposed to regret every decision or just live with it and uh, accept it and move on you know i had 
had a deep conversation about ethics with the, with the AI, just, um, you know, kind of along the same thoughts, like what's, you know, what's right and what's wrong. And um, it's not cut and dry. It's not it's not black and white sometimes. Um, sometimes it seems that way. But, you know, when sometimes when you peel back the the layers of the situation or you get further into the details, then you realize, you know, this solution might not be right because of some detail that was overlooked. And so it's um, it's all about perspective, really. Yeah. And one thing that is really important to know is that the uh, chat GPT AI, for instance, it learns from us based on feedback. So uh, when we give it a thumbs up because we think it did a good job, then um, mm. it learns like that. And that is why it is important that um, people with a sound mind, such as Shrada here on stage, she uses it too, so that uh, actually the more intelligent, kind-hearted people use it, the more it will learn how to please us, right? Um, as 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 human beings who have good intentions. Yes, I feel it's like money, you know. If you're a good person, you'll spend more in a good things, and if you spend mm -hmm. more in the bad things, you'll become more bad side. And I agree with the Levin that, as he said, it's not always black and white. It's the gray area in middle. Mm -hmm. But I think you know, whenever we are in a, such a situation, we should stop for a second and we can ask ourselves that, what should I do? I mean, is it the right thing to do? That's what I personally do. That's why I'm just saying this. I don't know. You can speak on this, I guess. No, you're absolutely right. Uh, I, I think um, what I focus on a lot is just very practical use cases for Uh, for business, for freelancers and consultants. And um, allow me to give a short pitch again, because here in um, 35 minutes, I'm going to open a live Zoom call. And for about an hour, everybody who wants to join will spend uh, an hour and I'll show you how I use a combination of AI, ChatGPT with MidJourney and also a video generation AI and I basically show you within an hour how we can create very nice videos and um, if some of you want to join me in uh, 35 minutes what you need to do is go to the web address aimasterbootcamp.com aimasterbootcamp.com or you can click my face here on LinkedIn and use the link in my profile to join um so uh, let's see um andrea wants to come to stage as well all right andrea uh, welcome to stage how are you today thanks i'm doing good i hope that everyone can hear me i see i'm glowing but linkedin likes to play games no we can hear i can hear you fine awesome can everyone in the audience give give some kind of reaction if you can hear No one can hear. Maybe everybody We is driving or cleaning. Okay, awesome. <laughs> cool. So <clears throat> actually, I just wanted to say one thing because we often were listening to these conversations with the OpenAI CEOs and chief scientists, et cetera, et cetera. And um, on a podcast with Lex Fridman, Altman shared some of his insights. And I just wanted to see if you thought it was as much of a of a an eye-opening moment when he revealed that the usability and ability to incorporate human feedback through reinforcement learning uh, 
um, it's called RLHF, Reinforcement Learning with Human Feedback. He said that that is, um, Sam Altman said that's more critical, like more, I guess, groundbreaking or breakthrough than the underlying model itself. Um, so why do you think that was such a powerful insight? And how do you think that that relates to implementing these AI technologies in business? That's a very good question, Andrea. Um, so, but I, I want to understand. So you are saying that the feedback loop that humans give is more important or more powerful than the underlying technology and how that uh, affects business. Did I understand that correctly? Yeah, according, I mean, according to what he said, and that was something that really, really stood out to me, um, you know, in this whole AI mm -hmm. development, and we are going to be using it in business. But that aside, why was that, like, why does he consider that to be more important than the model itself? Like the fact that there was that breakthrough of reinforcement learning with human feedback. Yeah, I, I think it is from from his perspective, as a chief uh, technical officer of OpenAI, it is just very important to see how the market reacts, how valuable a technology is, and then have the technology automatically based on feedback um, adjust its behavior. That is super, super powerful um, because it shows them what truly, um, what use humans find out of the AI. After all, that is how you monetize it if humans find it useful. And I think that's just um, the ability to collect all these reactions and to have something automatically with a, with a certain level of intelligence react and adjust to it. I think that is just very, very powerful to him. Um, and again, it's this idea that we need to have good people, smart people, intelligent people. We need them to also train the behavior of the AI because otherwise it's going to be misused. You know, we, we know that when, uh, I mean, we just know that from uh, what I spoke about yesterday, the emotional contagion that uh, a leader can have to a society. If you have bad leaders, they can just create weird behaviors. We saw that in World War II, where in Germany we had a bad leader, a bad party that um, just incentivized bad behavior. So I think AI will definitely be this kind of leader to humankind or thought leader i mean in inevitably it will be influencing our thoughts and what we say and how we say it and that's of course something that impacts our work a lot as as marketers and influencers um, maybe we'll see an ai political party i'd vote for an ai <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm sure on, on some level it would make very, very sound logical uh, propositions, you know. Um, I was thinking uh, maybe, you know, the difference between a technology and a technology that we take and put to use and what we do with it. It's, you know, it's like a simple analogy is what makes a house a home. You know, you can build a house 
with nice, uh, beautiful flooring and and uh, nice, uh, you know, interior. But it does. It's not a home until somebody takes it and makes it their own. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, if you build the house and you come back a year later and see what somebody's done with it, you might be really surprised uh, with what <laughs> what they've done with your house. You know, they might have turned it into a, a, a zoo or something. For all you know, hundred <laughs> percent. Just depends yeah. on the on the person. Yep. I remember a conversation uh, on YouTube between two AIs, and they were talking about people and how they see us as complex systems. Um, they're more <laughs> – we're just a really complicated computer to them, you know, that, that gives uh, different responses at different times, and they're just trying to figure us out. Yeah, We I, are not logical at all. <laughs> all right. So I'm telling you what, it's, uh, we have 30 minutes left before I have to give that live webinar. I see two of you, uh, Labana and Shraddha, you're going to be joining me. Um, you know, uh, doing these live webinars. Is it Laden it, or Laban? I, I hear it so many different ways. Um, I'm multilingual, uh, but uh, so Laban in English... Laban en español. Ah, <laughs> sí, sí, es mi Any way you pronounce it, it's fine. <laughs> All right. Um, Laban and Shrada, Laban and Shrada, if I even pronounce that correctly. No, what I was going to say is um, doing these live webinars, um, you got to be in a certain mental state to do them well. They can be a little bit, you can get nervous a little bit. So I'm going to take 25 minutes to do some meditation and, and prepare for that. Uh, but again, I'm, I'm looking very much forward to spending some time with you. If some of you in the audience want to join, again, it is AIMasterBootCamp.com, AIMasterBootCamp.com. For now, I thank all of you, uh, Laban, Shrada, Andrea, for your participation and also our beautiful, beautiful uh, audience here downstairs in the room. All right. Thank you so much and see you very soon. Thanks for having us. Thank you so much for the opportunity speaking. <laughs> You're welcome. Bye-bye. I'm trying not to jump off the deep end. In every face I see a piece of you. And here I dream of my freedom. Out of my